Hi, welcome to Guardians of the Family. This is Kimberly Lowry here with Amy Earl, and we are happy to be back with you today for another podcast. And today we are doing another podcast on femininity. So our last podcast was on femininity as well. And after that podcast, listening to it again, we decided that we need to talk a little bit more about femininity before we move on. So in our last podcast, we talked about femininity in relation to um, being a helpmeet and our femininity within marriage. And today we wanted to talk about um, why femininity is important and what makes us feminine. And so that's where we're going to start off today. Yeah. And we, in this um, discussion, we're going to be using um, a talk by Margaret D. Nadald titled The Joy of Womanhood. And um, we're excited to be sharing this. This is actually a talk that we have now read through many times. Um, many times. And <laughs> we, it has evolved. Our discussion and our, and our thoughts actually about this article have evolved. And so we're excited to um, kind of delve into that and talk about that with you. But the premise of this, of this article is, um, she says, I am inspired by the lives of good and faithful women. From the beginning of time, the Lord has placed significant trust in them. He has sent us to earth for such a time as this to perform a grand and glorious mission. Um, and there's a scripture that says, um, even before they were born, they, with many others, received their first lessons in the world of spirits and were prepared to come forth in the due time of the Lord to labor in his vineyard for the salvation of the souls of men. And so when we're talking about the mission that we have as women and what Heavenly Father has sent us here to do, that is a, a large part of it, um, to labor in his vineyard for the salvation of the souls of men. And she, she goes on to say, Our Heavenly Father asks his daughters to walk in virtue, to live in righteousness, so that we can fulfill our life's mission and his purposes. And that's the crux. That's what we want to talk about today, is the idea right. that he asks us to walk in virtue. And, and, and what, those, what those virtues are, what has he given us as women to fulfill this mission that we are sent here to fulfill. Yeah. And when we, when we say that we've read this many times, we really mean that we really have <laughs> many, many times. When we first read it, we thought, well, this is, this is what we hear all the time. There's nothing out of the ordinary that we need to talk about. And there was actually parts of it that we were like, well, this kind of might be a little old fashioned or outdated, but we kept coming back to it and we had a we kept having discussion after discussion about it. And that's why discussion is so important with other people because it brings to light things that you didn't see in the beginning. And so one of the things that we um, discussed over and over again was this paragraph that I'm going to read to you. And, it, and uh, Sister Nadal said, God sent women to earth with some qualities and extra capacity. In speaking to young women, President Faust observed that femininity is the divine adornment of humanity. It finds expression in your capacity to love, your spirituality, delicacy, radiance, sensitivity, creativity, charm, graciousness, gentleness, dignity, and quiet strength. 
It is manifest differently in each girl or woman, but each possess it. Femininity is part of your inner beauty, which, okay, we believe that femininity is part of our inner beauty, but the part that we were kind of um, balking at <laughs> is this, is so, are some of the, um, the characteristics that he describes, like delicacy and radiance and sensitivity and charm. Um, they seem to be out of date and old fashioned in our culture. And, and when I think of myself, I don't think of myself as delicate. And so we kept having this conversation back and forth. Well, what if we don't think of ourselves as delicate? What if we don't think of ourselves as sensitive? Because we live in a culture now where we hear all about how strong women are and how strong we need to be. And so are these in conflict? And, and how do we, how do we, um, What's the word how, how do we reconcile that? There with, we go. That's how, how do we reconcile the differences there? Do we and, need to be one over the other? Can we be both at the same time? What does that look like? Well, and my, so just what Kim was saying, we, we might, we read this first. It was like in the lineup. We were discussing different articles. I read this, we got together to discuss it and I went, well, this one, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's got some good stuff in it, but, um, I really kind of dismissed it pretty much out of hand. I read it the first time and went, oh, that's good, you know, awesome. And especially that paragraph. And we hear this when, when you are looking and researching femininity, this quote from President Faust comes up again and again. Um, it's, it's in many different articles. And um, yeah, that's, I think, one of the reasons we kept coming back to it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we keep hearing it over and over. And I read it and it says, so he's talking about femininity, that it finds expression in our capacity to love, spirituality, delicacy, radiance, sensitivity, charm, graciousness, gentleness. Like, and even the way I'm saying this, that's how I was reading it in kind of a, a negative or a derogatory, as if those virtues were a little bit derogative. Meaning, I... I would not say, hey, I'm a delicate person. And specifically, a lot of this study has been, for me, I'm raising a daughter. And a lot of the study about womanhood and the importance of women and our role in the world and in our home and in the community is for as I pass on a legacy to my daughter. And I read this and I thought, this is not Betsy. Like, how do I teach her that this is what, femininity is. That was my mm -hmm. first reaction. And when I am thinking of myself, I'm thinking I'm strong, I'm capable, um, I have right. leadership, I, you know, all of these other qualities, I don't go straight to Delicate. these. Mm -hmm. And charming and gracious. <laughs> yeah. And it actually took, and it, so again, we kept coming back to this and um, we kept saying, okay, what is here? What are we missing? What is the piece that we are missing? And this is what, when we read this statement um, towards the end of the article, she says, um, may they, and she's talking about daughters of God, may they understand their own great capacity for strength in the timeless virtues that some would scoff at in a modern liberated world for women. 
And that statement like stopped me in my tracks because Mm -hmm. I thought, I, that is me. I am the modern liberated woman who is scoffing at these timeless virtues. Right. What the heck? So I, I have been studying, Kim and I have been in the books, in the scriptures, in the talks for 10 months, almost a year, just regularly reading, studying, praying, preaching. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I realized, whoa, I still am having this backlash and a, a really aggressive reaction when somebody says, delicate. Right. Um, and we talked about delicate and what that really means. And we looked at the young women that we know, and we thought, they are delicate. Their spirits are delicate. We wouldn't put them in, you know, situations that's going to compromise um, compromise their spirits and compromise the, the delicate nature that they have in there. And so we thought about that and we talked about it. And what does it mean to be delicate? What does it mean to be gracious? What is gentleness, dignity, charm, quiet strength, all of these things. And, and I guess maybe it's easier to see in younger, younger girls that they do have all these things. And I like that quote that Amy just read because it says um, our own great capacity for strength in the timeless virtues. And so that's where we find our strength is in these virtues. And we talked about counterfeits last time. And so this modern idea of um, the way we look at strength, we can be strong, but we don't have to be strong in giving up these virtues. We can be strong and delicate in spirit, strong and sensitive at the same time. So there's a difference between the kind of sensitive we want to be. We want to be sensitive to the feelings of others. We want to be sensitive to the whisperings of the spirit. We don't want to be oversensitive and being easily offended. So there's the counterfeit for each of those. And we need to realize what the true virtue is versus what the counterfeit is. And that's where we need to oh, go. That is so powerful, that right there. And as you're speaking and you're talking about delicate, and I'm thinking about the opposite of delicate is like hardened. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm saying I'm not delicate, I don't want to be delicate, I don't like, what, what, what's the opposite? Hardened? I don't definitely don't want to be hardened. And that's where when we were having this discussion and bringing this out, um, it made me think about um, Jake and I were watching a show and there was some um, really vulgar, vulgar language. And I was a a fed, my spirit was like offended at the language. I bristled and we stopped watching it. And I said, I just don't know. People don't talk like that. Why are they talking like this? This is so harsh. And um, Jake kind of chuckled at me and he said, Amy, this is what people talk like. This is these words. um, This is just normal. And so when Kim and I were talking about this idea of our young women being delicate, 
And I, then I reevaluated how I'm looking at Betsy and she is delicate. There are Mm -hmm. things I do not want her exposed to. I don't want her to be hardened to the language of the world. I don't want her to be hardened to the things that will cause her spirit damage. She does not need to be exposed to the, and I don't need to be exposed to things that are going to desensitize my spirit. I, I should be sensitive to bad language. I should be sensitive to violence. I should be sensitive. And, and the counterfeit in the world that is saying, no, women should, you know, be hardened, speak right. in this manner, be exposed to these things. That is a counterfeit. Yeah. Yeah. And I like in that, the beginning of that um, paragraph where it says, God sent women to earth with some qualities and extra capacity. So these are the things, these are some of the things that he's given us in extra capacity to help us fulfill our mission and purpose. One of our missions is to set the morals for society. That's why we are delicate. That's why we are sensitive to these things, because it is up to us to say, that is not okay. That is not going to be in my home. That's not going to be around me. And, and that's why God has given us these, these virtues to help us fulfill our missions and as guardians of the family. And I like where she, she says, women, um, hold on. That women were born into this earth female was determined long before mortal birth, as were the divine differences of male and female. And then she, talk, then she quotes from the proclamation on the family, which we talked about in our second podcast. Gender is an essential characteristic of individual, premortal, mortal, and eternal identity and purpose. From that statement, we are taught that every girl was feminine and female in spirit long before her mortal birth. And so we talked about in our last podcast that femininity is spiritual and physical. And so this is where the spiritual comes in. We were made this way. We were given extra virtues And that's what makes us feminine. That's what makes our spirit feminine. And we were that way before we were born. And so we need to, um, if we feel like maybe we're not sensitive or that we're not gracious or gentle, we can develop those characteristics. I feel like we live in a society now where it's take me as I am. If you don't like me, that's fine. That's your problem. But But we need to as we talked about in our last podcast, develop these attributes of the savior. And it's okay to say, maybe I'm not as gracious as I should be. I need to work on that. Maybe I'm not as gentle as I should be. I need to work on that. And being willing to be humble and to acknowledge that we have areas for growth. And, um, and that as she says, in fact, her very last um, statement in her very last sentence says, um, may, may we with gratitude, may we use with gratitude the priceless gifts we have been given for the lifting of mankind to higher thinking and nobler aspirations. That is, that is part of our mission, the lifting of mankind to higher thinking and nobler aspirations. That's why we have these qualities. That idea of being the lioness at the gate, there is a an incredible article that speaks about as women, we are the lioness at the gate. Um, We are the guardians of the family. We need to have these virtues and, and be strengthening them 
and identifying them and teaching them and using them so that we can, in our homes, we can create an environment where we keep the world at bay, where we keep um, these these things that creep in and desensitize us and we need to recognize our role and responsibility in for ourselves, keeping ourselves, um, I want to say unspotted from the world is that what I want to use, you know, we want to keep ourselves, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like find the strength in these, in these virtues. And so that we can pass those on to our family and it's a balance. So when we're talking about this, I hope you would never think for a minute that we're talking about weakness, right? Like we're not saying that you have to be weak or you like not at all. We are talking about strength in these virtues. When, when you are strong enough, I mean, think about this when you are strong enough to be delicate. Okay. Mm -hmm. When you are strong enough to say, I don't, watch those things. I don't listen to those things. I don't allow those things in my home. That takes strength to protect the delicacy. That takes strength to protect the sensitivity. Um, When we choose to be gracious or gentle, that is certainly the higher road. That takes strength. When you've been offended, when there's something going on, like, let's look at that quote again. I mean, think about the strength that it takes to be um, charming, gracious, gentleness, dignity, creative, delicate. I mean, all of these things, you have to, this is not the natural man. That's not the carnal man. If you want to develop these virtues, you have to work hard for those. Yeah. And I like that she said that the quote says, it is manifest differently in each girl or woman, but each possesses it. Yeah. So it's part of each of us. It's going to look different in each of us, but it is part of each of us. Femininity is part of your inner beauty. And, And so when I say, you know, when I first read this and I said, I am a strong, capable woman, I have so much to offer. These are not exclusive. It's not you can be strong and capable or you can have these feminine, you know, talk about these other virtues. No, this is blending them together and finding fulfillment and identifying in yourself your talents and your strengths and how those those are manifest. Yeah. The next quote that I'm going to read is one that I just love and it's been quoted over and over and over again and that's what, initially brought me to this article. Um, She says, women of God can never be like women of the world. The world has enough women who are tough. We need women who are tender. There are enough women who are coarse. We need women who are kind. There are enough women who are rude. We need women who are refined. We have enough women of fame and fortune. We need more women of faith. We have enough greed. We need more goodness. We have enough vanity. We need more virtue. We have enough popularity. We need more purity. And I just, you know, those qualities are the things that we need to develop there that she just talked about because we, we do need more goodness in the world. Um, 
We do need to be more tender. We do need to be more kind. This is the counterfeits. This this is the counterfeits right here. So when this is why, okay, this is why we're doing this. Kim and I are watching a women's march and we're like, ah, that is not, that's not who we are. That's not what we represent. That's not what the world, we want the world to know. We want to know the world. We want the world to know that women are strong and mm-hmm. are capable and do have a place and we have a place alongside men and we have a divine nature. And, and this quote about women of God can never be like women of the world. We have enough women of the world. We need women of God. And in order to be a woman of God, you have to be willing to embrace these virtues and this divine nature that he has given us. And so that's the, that's the humility part. That's saying, okay, Heavenly Father, what do I need to do? Where do I need to walk? What, like standing in holy places. And yeah, and as we talked about, th- this is our role. This is what our responsibility is. And if we're not there, who is going to do it? the men have a different role and different responsibility. They've been given their own set of characteristics that help them fulfill their roles in families and in in societies. And if we don't um, fulfill our role, if we don't um, guard the morals of society, if we don't guard the family, who is going to be there to do it? Yes. And she says, um, she goes on a little bit later. She says, we must, we must, nourish she's talking about our daughters we must nourish their gentleness their nurturing nature their innate spirituality and sensitivity and their bright minds celebrate the fact that girls are different from boys be thankful for the position they have in god's grand plan that's beautiful and i think we need to be not just for our daughters but be grateful for our um, position in god's grand plan we need to look at where we come in God's plan. What is my role in my family? How do I fulfill that? What, how do these characteristics that I've been blessed with help me bless my family and bless those around me? How do I use what God's given me to fulfill my mission and purpose here on earth? Yeah, absolutely. And this is where we find ourselves distinct and different in happy ways. This mm-hmm. is when the world looks at us as examples of our Savior Jesus Christ and as examples of women who are fulfilled, who are f- at fulfilled, we're fulfilling our mission, we're fulfilling what the Lord has sent us to do. We are embracing our divine nature and mm-hmm. we are. We are making a difference. We are having an impact because we have aligned ourselves with the Lord's will and we can step forward and we can be an example and we can share God's light and his plan. And there is so much power in that. Yeah. And when we know who we are, what God expects of us and what our mission and roles are, that's where the power comes from from knowing who we are and what makes us feminine. That's where our power comes in. And so our, 
our desire for you. So if you get a chance, find this article. It's called The Joy of Womanhood. Um, we'll put a link here. Kim will put a link to it. <laughs> um, and read it. And take a minute to really think about it. Like, um, if you if you read it and you and you have the same kind of reaction that we did initially, <laughs> um, find somebody to discuss it with. Talk about yeah. the details and the and um, and take apart the pieces. That's what's so amazing about discussion is to really delve into um, definitions and descriptions and find other. Um, you know, as we read this, we were involved in other um, articles. We were just digging up information, trying to put all these pieces together. And so we invite you to do that. Um, yeah, and we want to hear um, what your thoughts are. We want to hear what you're studying. Have you started reading any classics? Are you talking with, um, discussing anything with anybody? We want to hear about that. So send us your messages. And yes. we'd love to hear from you. And before I forget, Laddie, we're going to have a colloquium in December where we have a live discussion on the book Laddie. And so we invite you to get the book by Jean Stratton Porter and read that and and come and discuss that with, discuss us. with us. Yeah. And it's a little bit of a book. You'll want to, or it's a little bit of a read. You'll want to get started reading now so that you can um, have it done to discuss it. But we promise you, you will not regret for a minute getting that book and discussing it with us. So, all right. So we will, we will talk to you soon. Um, did you have anything, Kim, you wanted to say? Nope. That's everything. All right. Thank so, you guys. And we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk be next back time. Soon. Bye.